Hello everyone, welcome to Young Women on a Mission podcast. Jocelyn Lowe here with Benasia White from Believe in Your Budget. I'm super excited to be recording my very first podcast. Today's topic is Lose the Debt, Gain the Woe. How you doing, Benasia? Hey, I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to sit with you. Okay, you guys, let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit about Believe in Your Budget and how that works. Okay, so like she said, my name is Phanesha White. I'm the CEO and founder of Believe in Your Budget. I started my company in 2016. Um, and how I started my company was because I was working at JCPenney's. I started off with a single job. I believe I was making about $8.50. And I said, what happens if I get a double-digit job? Will my financial situation change? And in my mind, I said yes. So eventually, I did transition to working at T-Mobile. I was making pretty decent money. Right. And what actually happened was I woke up one day and my lights was off. I couldn't quite understand it because I felt like I was doing everything society told me to do. Right. And I felt like also that if I make more money, I would have a better situation uh, with my finances. So what actually happened was when I woke up that morning and my lights was, you know, turned off, I realized that... You know, my moment is now. Right. My time is now. And it was no better way or situation that would help me get to the next level than that situation. So long story short, what I did was I did my own research on budgeting. I didn't even right. know how to budget when I first right, started. Right, right. I didn't even know how to create a budget when I first started. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about credit. I didn't know anything about saving. I'd never saved past $500 a day in my life. Right. Before, you know, my, my moment. And that's what pretty much triggered everything. And I would say six months later after doing my own research, just failing my way through and just trying to figure this thing out, looking yeah. for help. Um, six months later, I just looked, I was grinding for the six months. And when I picked my head up, I realized that I was out of debt. Uh, with the on and off of my credit, I was at a debt. I started off at a 425. And I can honestly say, you know, where I'm going with this is, a, is extremely amazing. Yeah, I saved awesome. $2,000 and I invested into the stock market and I made a profit of $4,000. So that's in great. six months, it was you can be in a totally different space. And I gave my testimony on Facebook and that's how I started believing your budget because a lot of people wanted me to assist them. And that's how I started and it's just the beginning of our company and where we're going with this. Yeah, that's awesome. Let me ask you something. How old was you when you um first started doing all that? I was twenty two years old and my okay. daughter was um I just turned twenty five yesterday. Glory right, so let's God. throw that out there. She, she just <laughs> turned 25, you guys. <laughs> Glory be to God. I'm so blessed and highly favored. I'm right. crazy to the most high. He's so amazing. But I did start off at 22. And That's awesome. It's, it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been a journey. Um, so, okay. So I have a few questions for you. Okay. So let's jump right into the questions. The first question is, how often should people create a budget? Um, I would say as often as you need to. There's no amount of times that you should do it. Um, anytime that you have to add or subtract any bill or any type of um, expense, that's how many times you need to create a budget. Right. Okay. I got you. All right. On to the next question. How do you start off a budget with no financial literacy? Literacy? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. It's all right. Listen, let me tell you, this <laughs> no, terminology, I listen, I didn't even know what revenue meant when I first got 
<laughs> now remember you, I grew up in the projects, y'all. So you gotta bear with me. This is a whole nother swing right here. So it's okay. Um, the the answer to the question is, in the beginning, you're not gonna have any financial literacy. You're just gonna have to feel your way through it. However, hopefully this helps you. The first thing that you wanna do when it comes to uh, setting up a budget is being completely honest with yourself. If you're completely honest with yourself, everything will fall in place. And when I say honest with yourself, I mean tell the truth about how much you're making, tell the truth about how much is coming out, right. and tell just tell the truth about your numbers. And that's how you begin to have financial literacy, the knowledge, because then you're going to start being honest with yourself. And I promise it's, it's, it's all going to fold out. Okay. All right. Awesome. On to the next question. Next question is, does it matter the amount of money I make to create a budget? No, it does not. You can make $8, you can make $14, and you can make $25. Okay. The same budget that I would give someone on minimum wage is the same budget that I would give someone who's making a million dollars. Right. Okay, the structure is still the same way Okay. when it comes to your budget. All right, and our last and final question is, is budgeting going to be hard? No, it's not hard, but it does take consistency. Okay. Because this is how you create a 30-minute budget or less. It's up to the person. Me personally, I do affirmations with my um, budgeting. I say, you know, my finances will be different in the next six months. Right. That's the first thing. So you got to have that strength in your mind. Okay. That's the first thing. The second thing is, like I said, be accurate with your numbers. Take out a piece of paper, okay? Take how much you make in a month, whether it's 500 I don't care if you are a government assistant. Okay. Write every single number down that All you right. can possibly think of. If I make $1,000 a month, I'm going to take $1,000 and then... On under it or beside it, however you want to do it, write down all of your expenses. Okay. Once you write down all of your expenses, let's just say, for instance, my total come up to $805. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're being realistic now. Don't feel bad about it. It's all right. You started off in the beginning. Right. So that means you have $195 left. So what are you going to do with that $195? Are you going to put it in your pocket? Right. Or are you going to make every penny count? Okay. And once you make every penny count, I promise you, Eventually, you're going to start having more revenue. You're going to start seeing more of your money right. than what you did before. All right. So that budget that I just gave you, that should literally take about 15 to 30 minutes, if that. Right. And when you're doing your budget, turn off all of your social, anything that will help you be distracted with your numbers, turn it off. Right. Okay. And then after that, you should be completely fine. It's, it's right. really manageable. But try to start off creating a budget 30 minutes or less with this plan. Right. Um, so my last thing would, um, I would say is like, what are some tips that you can give people when it comes to them, like trying to budget people that really don't even really know nothing about budgeting? Like what are some tips? In the beginning, I would say if you really don't know how to budget, you're going to need help. Right. And that's where I come in at because our company can guide you to the right direction that you need to get to the next level. But if you really feel like you have the mind power to do this by yourself, which you know, glory be to God, it was a lot, a lot of trial and error for me. It takes a lot of work. Right. 
But to have that partner, that accountability partner as myself to yeah. guide you, it's extremely amazing. If you want, you can actually email me at www.believingyourbudget at gmail.com or you can set up a one-on-one -on -one consultation if you go to my website at www.believingyourbudget.com. But just a small tip, cut everything down that's not a need. Right. So that means you need this to survive, whether it's gas, your lights, rent, mortgage, that's a need. Exactly. But if it's not a need, if I can give you one tip, just cut off everything that's not a need, and I promise you, you'll start right. to see more of your money. Also, can you just tell them how to find you, like, on social media? Yes, you can find me at social media on Instagram. I am Budget Fearless. And you can find me on, and that's all one word, and you can find me on Facebook at Fanasha White, F-A-N-A-Y-S-H-A. And then white is the color, W-H-I-T-E. All right. Well, let's wrap things up. Thanks so much, Fanasia, for being with us today. Um, I thank you. Thanks for every. Thank you, everyone. I'm sorry, you guys. Thanks everyone <laughs> for joining us today. Um, if you would like to be a guest on Young Woman on a Mission, please email us at youngwomanonamission at gmail.com. We thank you so very much for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, you guys. Welcome to Young Women on a Mission podcast. I just want to thank you all so very much for tuning in. I'm not sure if you guys have heard it yet, but my first episode is up. Um, I don't know, but if you guys can tell, I'm definitely new, new to this thing. Um, well, anyway, straight into it. I was like, after each episode, I'm going to do like a bonus episode where it's just like me on there by myself, just giving you guys different stories. The plan is to give you guys different stories that actually other women can either you maybe relate to. I'm not sure. Um, but I did promise you guys my story um, from projects to entrepreneur. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about that and um i'm just so excited right now y'all this podcast is is no edit is is no any of that it's just me that's all you're getting is just jocelyn honey j-lo jocelyn this is all that you are getting it is no extraness it's none of that you know how some people they do podcasts they can actually go in and you know Oh, let me take that wrong thing out. But I was like, you know what? I'd rather just be totally raw with these people and just be myself, you know, show my flaws because I do have flaws. I'm human. Um, and that's pretty much it. Okay, so I want to just kind of get straight right into it. I want to just kind of tell my story, kind of how, you know, how things all started for me um, and all of those things. So... I would say, um, first of all, it goes all the way back to when I had got my first apartment, you guys. I had a really nice apartment. Back in the days, I thought it was really nice. <laughs> it was called Huntington. Um, I'm thinking now, a car, Ridgefield Place. 
you're talking about 18, living in Ridgefield Place. Those apartments was, townhomes were really nice. They were townhomes, actually. They were really nice back then. And um, I had my place. I was out there maybe five years. It was really nice, but it was a situation that happened where I had, you know, people come stay with me. I used to have everybody come stay with me back then. I, I can't believe it myself how young I was and how much responsibilities I had. Long story short, it got to the point to where, you know, my mom was just like, you know, come stay with me. Um, I can help you out because the people that I had stay with me, it wasn't working out for me. And I just felt like I was not myself no more in my own home. So I took my mom off. Well, I took my mama offer on moving in. You know, I was in school. So she was like, you know, come and stay with me. And I'm like, okay, mom, that's, that sounds like a, um, a good idea. And it was intended for me to, you know, save up money and all those things. So I moved in with my mom. Um, I probably was with my mom maybe two months. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. You know, me having my own place since 18 to all these years later and now I'm like you know mid-20s I could not do it it did not work at my mom so I end up having my little sister because mine y'all when I gave up my place I had messed my credit up so I'm like oh my god I have to get out of here you know it wasn't like the awful experience or nothing like that it was just like I need my own place so I got my little sister baby sister to get me a one-bedroom apartment in Colonial, I don't know if you guys heard of Colonial, it's over there where Henrico High School, which I intended, um, it's over there by Henrico High, so it's like right next door in Colonial, and I moved over there into like a one-bedroom, so it was like me and all four of my kids, and I was pregnant, in a one-bedroom apartment, so I stayed out there for a, I stayed up there long enough for my mom to call me and say, you know, hey, look, you got um, approved for a project. And I'm like, I got approved for a project. I didn't even know that I had put in the application for the project. For some reason, I must have forgot that I put that application in. I'm not sure. But however, I was so excited. I remember being so excited because you look, y'all, you were talking about being in a one bedroom a one-bedroom apartment yeah um yeah so I was just like oh wow like I must have forgot that I um put in this application I had got approved for a four-bedroom out um what is it out of um in Creighton Court that's where I actually end up moving to so when I got to Creighton Court like I said I was super excited mind you my credit still messed up um and all those things. So when I got out there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take complete advantage of this opportunity. Because mind you, when I had my first place, you know, I worked a lot of jobs. I sold shoes. Anybody that know me know I did what I had to do to make sure my children were straight. So I did a lot. So when I moved to Creighton Court, it was like an opportunity to me. It was like, wow, I finally get the opportunity where I don't have to work as much. I was still in school. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to take full just take full control over this opportunity right now and what I did was I set me goals so I set three goals over there when I was out there and um I'm sorry in Creighton Court so I was like what I'm gonna do is remind y'all my credit was messed up so I'm like I'm gonna get my credit straight 
Um, that was one of my goals, get my credit straight. I'm going to um, finish school because I was still in school. I had gone to J. Sergeant Reynolds. I was in school for early child development. Um, and at the time, my credit, well, it was my credit, school, and then my van. I'm sorry. I had my van. I had a car note. So I was like, I'm going to um, pay my van off. So those were my three goals. Pay my van off, finish school, and get my credit straight. So I end up out there seven years. Um, I was out there seven years, so by the time I moved out, I didn't even, my credit was sh- straight. Um, eventually, while I was out there in Creighton Court, I had started my weight loss journey. Guys, I know y'all hear me talk about, well, if you're following me, either on Instagram or Facebook, then you know I talk about my weight loss journey a lot. My weight loss journey literally saved my life. I started my weight loss journey... I kind of started in 2012. I did like a water challenge, you guys. When I say my whole life since I had my first kid at 16, I had always wanted to, um, I basically, my stomach and stuff, I never had a stomach. So my whole thing was ever since I had my first kid at 16, I always struggled with diets. I was like, diets, 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 diets. And one day I had came across uh, um, on Instagram. And it was just like, they're doing a challenge. And I was like, wow, they're doing an Instagram, like a weight loss challenge. And you get to win something. And I actually did the challenge. And um, so, like I said, I started that challenge in 2013. And I actually won the challenge that I did. And that's when I started my weight loss journey. And when I say that was the beginning of new life for me. And when I say that, it was my, when you on a weight loss journey, Everything around you must be positive. So I had to let go of a lot of things. The weight loss journey was the beginning of something I didn't even know was was going to happen. I really didn't. Um, and then during my weight loss journey, I had lost like 73 pounds. And um, it was such a beautiful thing it was like wow for the first time I was able to do something on my own and it felt great it felt really great with each pound whatever it is that I was going through each pound the weight came off of me literally um it was an exciting experience um also my time out creating court I was in depression um I would say my depression started as early as 16. I'm just going to go back to 16 because that's when I had my first born. It could have been when I had my first born. I didn't, my child was not planned. It was something that just happened. Um, and I really feel like that's that was the beginning of my um, depression. And then eventually I lost a couple people. I lost my dad. I lost my grandma. I lost a cousin that was really close to me. So with all those things just came more depression, more pregnancies. And I was really depressed, you guys. And, um, and like I said, during the time of living out Creighton Court, that's when, when God, during my weight loss journey, that's when, you know, I don't know if it was like right before or during, it had to been during, you know, God was just like, you know, it's time. Like he was like, it's time, that's like, it's time for you to get yourself together. And it was just like, I feel like I was chosen. Like he, he saved me. Like God literally saved my life. It was like one day I was in darkness and the other day the next day I was like in light you guys so like I always talk about my depression a lot it's like for me depression was a box 
it was a box and I was, you know, the person in that box in the middle and I was surrounded by a bunch of negativity. So it was like eventually I gave myself so much to other people. I did so much for other people. I ended up by myself in that box and um, the box was closed, mind you. It was dark. It was a dark box. And eventually what happened was God opened that box for me and and that was it. I seen light in my life had changed forever. Um, but I would say that was right going into me starting my weight loss journey back in um, 2013. It would actually be six years January um, from my weight loss journey. So during my weight loss journey, so much great things had happened for me. Um, eventually, I was working at a daycare because, mind you, I was in school for doing, um, I was in school for early child development. So I was at a daycare. I was working at a daycare, making seven something dollars an hour. I don't know. I really don't care about how much I was making. Everybody know me. Know I love children. Um, so kids was always my thing. I love kids. I have a heart for kids. I always, always, always love kids. So I was working at a daycare, and I was in school, and I started doing my internship there. And guys, oh my God, when I say the devil was trying to break me y'all it it took everything in me for to get my degree um oh my god it was a lot it took so much for me to get my degree but I'll talk a little bit about that later um but yes I was working at daycare and um eventually like I said it was just so much but eventually I had stopped working there and um I'm gonna just kind of fast forward into when God kind of spoke to me and brought me back to my gift. So one day I'm on IG. I always tell people this story because I'm like, God must knew. He knew how to find me because I'm like, a, I'm, yeah, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm still struggling with this to this day. Something I know I need to work on is like, I was like a social media junkie. So when I say y'all, God know how to find you, he know how to find you because he found me. And it was a post on there. I tell everybody this story. Anybody that came to me, they know that I tell them this story. This is the one that I remember, and it's the one I'm going to stick to. And it was a post, and it was just like, you know, if you have a gift, he was like, the post was like, if you have a gift, don't give up on that gift. And it just dawned on me. I'm on IG today, and I'm just like, wow. Like, when I say the whole vision came to me, y'all, Mind you, I was working at the daycare. So when I seen that post, I had stopped doing hair. So I wasn't even doing hair at all. I had stopped doing hair. I had got to a point where I was like, I hate hair. I just didn't like hair because I had, I guess I had a bad experience with hair um, growing up. First of all, my mom used to make me do hair when I was like nine years old. I, used to, I started braiding when I was nine. And I always had to do my little sister's hair. So she used to force me to do that. I thank her now. But then I was just like, really, mom? Um, but then growing up, you know, going into teenage years, I used to just do people here for free. And then eventually I started charging people, but I, it was really low prices. But then it got to the point to where I even felt like I was slacking because I wasn't charging a lot. But keep in mind, you know, I'm out here trying to do what I need to do for my children. So I'm just like, whatever you guys give me, that's cool. That's cool. But what ended up happening was it got to the point to where I felt like I was being used. And I just like, I'm done with here. I just rather work. So I was done with it. But when I seen that post on IG, when I tell you guys, everything just kind of came to me. I mean it. Everything came to me. Um, he spoke to me the whole light. Just 
shut on out of nowhere. He was just like in that post. He was like, it's not that you don't like hair. You do like hair. <laughs> you love hair. But what it is, is I, basically I was going about doing things the wrong the wrong way. And it really was no wrong way because mind you, I was coming out of depression. So it makes sense to why I wasn't doing hair like that. So, um, like I said, it was just like, if you got to give, don't give up on that gift. And it was in that moment when the whole vision and he was just like, this is how you're going to do things. You're going to be serious about it. Um, and you're going to charge what you want to charge. You know, you're going to give your all, et cetera, et cetera. And started doing hair. This is maybe like three years ago. Um, what is this? We're in 2018. So I started doing hair like 2015, I would say. So maybe two years into my weight loss journey. So I started doing hair when I was in Creighton Court. Um, I started off on my weight loss page because my weight loss page had a whole lot of followers on it. So I started posting people pictures on my weight loss page. A lot of people know me for weight loss, so they would be like, what are you start doing here? Like, they was, like, shocked. Like, wait, you braid? Like, you... So, when I first started doing hair, I started off as just braids. So, like, I would just do box braids. So, I would, um... Like I said, I'm sorry, you guys. I was doing box braids, and... Because that was the only thing I felt like I wanted to do at that time. So, I was just like, you know, if I just do 100 a head, you know, five heads, that's 500. So I was on like two heads a day, you guys. Um, you know, I'm in Creighton Court. At this time, I'm like in hustle mode now because it's like, you know, I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm loving um, the money I'm seeing from it, you know, and I'm just like in total hustle mode. And eventually, I made, my, I made another page on social media that wasn't connected to my instant. I mean, that wasn't connected to my weight loss page. And it was actually my um, hair page. So I just kind of like looked around a little bit just to kind of see, you know, what was going on with the hair stuff. And I seen people was using hashtags. I seen people had deposits. I'm like, oh, wow. Yes, deposits. Yes. I love the pro- Like, I'm loving this. Like, I, I can see that I can go really far with this because, you know, it's like a whole new level out here, you know. And I started doing hair. Um, so, I'm sorry. So when I actually made my page that's what i meant to say y'all i'm sorry y'all um when i started my hair page i started posting pictures and then from there it just kind of just it, it just it, it got big quick so eventually like maybe six months and i was already being booked up so i eventually ended up working in um the shop songs express current um that was literally the person that gave me my first chance she was like you know come in here bless her heart lord she's in a good place now bless her heart but she was like you know come in we actually went to school together we went to virginia randolph together so i already know her so she was like you come in here and i was like you sure you sure she was like yeah come in here come here so long story short i ended up going in there i like the shop experience shop experience was life to me it was really life to me but then eventually i got to the point to where god was like okay it's time to go somewhere else and um I actually left there and I started doing traveling um so I'm still in Creighton Court I started doing traveling um so I would actually go to people homes and then one day it was a lady who had did and she was like it was real lady 
late, y'all. I used to go to all different types of the areas. It didn't matter what area it was at night. Keep in mind, I'm on a, I'm on a hustle. You know, I'm in hustle mode. <laughs> I got five children. You know, all I'm thinking about is me on this hustle and doing what I need to do. So, it didn't matter to me. But she was like, you know, you got to be careful, you know. And then it just kind of, like, dawned to me. And, um, and she was like, just be really careful out here, you know. This world we know, of course, is not nobody plays safe, and um, and it just opened my eyes. But eventually, um, I had finished school. I actually had finished college, and I had got my degree. So this was maybe twenty sixteen, actually, because it's twenty eighteen. Yep. So I finished school. That was actually my last goal. I finished school in 2016 with my, um, I got my social degree in early childhood development. Um, like I was kind of telling y'all earlier, oh my God, when I say the devil was trying to stop me from getting that thing, when I say I cried and cried and cried and cried, and it was just so much things going on with the school. They said I had been in school so long because I was in school seven years. I stayed out Creighton Court seven years and I was in school seven years, but I meant I was not leaving Creighton Court. I meant I was not leaving Creighton Court until I got my associate's degree. And people used to be like, you ain't you going to stay stuck out there. You ain't going nowhere. But the whole thing is, I knew I had goals. You know, I knew my goals was bigger than what anybody was saying to me. And that's all that mattered to me. I know what God, you know, had planned for me. So, I, I was good. So, I actually finished. Um, I finished college finally. I got my degree. Um, and after that, you know, when I walked across that stage... I, I like to consider myself a bird. I had got in my wings. So it was just like, I felt free. It was, I felt like, you know, it was nothing in this world I could not do. I felt like the impossible. And it was like, I wanted to show my kids like, okay, you know, if mommy did it with five kids, then I know we can do it. So it was just like, I was so determined. So at this point, I had already finished paying my, you know, my van off. Um, like I said, that was the seventh year out there. So most of all the things that already came out off my credit and then I had got my degree. Um, and during that process, one of my clients was actually a realtor, y'all. I'll never forget. So I was at her house, you know, and, um, and she was like, I'm a realtor, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's cool. So I'm literally over there, y'all. We speaking and talking and talking, but crazy thing is i'm speaking everything's existence and not even know so she showed me these two houses one i'm just like wow this house nice i can do daycare i'm speaking things to existence long story short i end up in that house i end up in the house that i had was speaking on um yeah so um i kind of just end up getting my house through one of my clients so when i say when i started doing hair doors started opening for me like a lot of doors started opening for me. Um, so it was just like, wow, okay. I got this house. It was kind of like, okay, I got it. I'm ready to learn to step out on faith. Um, and, 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 and get this house. Cause at this point I'm like, okay, I know that I'm making at least a decent coin. You know, so a lot of people was like, you know, you go, you should keep your project. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to keep my project because I felt like 
if you do a plan B, then that means that you're saying something for you. That's how I feel, you know. So it was like, no, I'm not going to keep my project um, because I'm going to just step out on faith and do what it is that, you know, I feel like I need to do. And I kind of just stepped out on faith and I moved into my first home. And I was excited. The home, like I said, I had been talking to her about opening up a daycare. So when I did get the home, I did end up opening a daycare. If you guys follow me on Facebook, again, then, you know, daycare was is, was doing really, really good. It was doing so good. But at this point, I'm doing hair. I'm doing daycare. I'm doing a lot. And I'm doing it all by myself. Um, but I did have somebody working for me for daycare. So that worked out a lot. Um, but I was doing, trying to do daycare and hair. You know, so I had my home set up where I could do hair in it. Um, so eventually I stopped traveling and I started just doing hair in my home. So, cause it was like the way my home was, it was so spacious. I can actually, so I had a room for hair, a room for daycare. I had a lot, I had it going on guys, but eventually I stopped doing daycare. Um, because I started doing my organization teens with dreams, which I'm still currently working on. And, um, I always said when I was a teenager, or maybe a little bit short. Yeah, I probably was young. Because I always say when I came, when I got to a point in life where I can get back to teen moms that I wanted to. So that's kind of how I end up doing Teens with Dreams. So I stopped doing a daycare. Because um, the whole idea was to try to get everything from out of my home. Because even with here, I had, you know, things started picking up really, really fast to me. But I was still doing here at home. But I stopped doing a daycare and just started doing strictly just here only at my house. Um, and then things started picking up really, really fast. I started doing my braiding classes. Shout out to my business coach. My business coach, Chantel. Oh, wow. Like she would, she allowed me to do my braiding classes in her office. Like we literally was doing the braiding classes at her office. It was, um, a blessing. The first braiding class I did it, I had did like 10 slots and I actually, I think eight people came, so I, that was a success. So that showed me there that it was definitely purposeful. Um, and eventually, I started. I went from there to um, this other lady, Rhonda. She let it. She started letting me do my brain classes there. So brain classes for me is my thing, you guys. I want to teach. I love teaching. I always wanted to be a teacher growing up, but I'm thinking I'm just gonna be like in an elementary school. But no. God was like, no, you're not going to be an elementary school. You're going to teach the gift that you have already. Um, yeah, so like I said, things started picking up really, really fast for me. Um, so eventually, what's this year, 2018, last year, 2017, you know, I was ready to go on somebody else's shop, which is Rhonda, which is a beautiful shop, love her to death. Um, and then my spouse was like, you can try for your own shop too as well you know in the process of you trying to go so I was like I know that I had Rhonda so let me just try my hands just to kind of see you know how things may work out for me and I was like if it's for me I'm gonna get it if it's not for me I'm not gonna get it that's kind of how I do things like if it's for me God gonna work that thing out if it's not for me he's not gonna work out work that thing out it's that simple for me um and I went and I filled out the application and um and he called me and he was like, Can you need a um a co-signer? And I'm like, listen, 
I'm like, Lord, you know, what cosign? I don't know nobody that's going to be able to cosign for me. So I'm thinking like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know about no cosigners. I don't know. And I ain't going to lie. You know, part of me was like, mm, must be ain't for me, you know. Like, But it was okay because I still had, you know, where I was doing hair at home. And I, and keep in mind, I could always go to Rhonda's shop. So I wasn't, um, it wasn't like, a, a, you couldn't take a loss with it. It was like, I mean, I wouldn't know unless I tried. So long story short, I got approved for the shop. Um, and y'all, got approved. I mean, was excited. When I tell y'all... 2017 i was like wow wait a minute okay i don't even know how i was able to get all that money when i tell y'all i i, I don't know how i pulled up five thousand almost for my shop i don't know <laughs> i pulled out every life saving i was in hustle mode i got it going um but long story short georgia Sarah salon was born um i named my shop after my dad i was a daddy's girl i lost my dad back in 2004 um daddy's girl his name was george and i was like you know a lot of people was like this name after you and i was like no it's not a, i'm not that type of person you know i don't have to have a name with it don't have to with my name on it you know what i mean it's like people know who i am you know i, I feel like i've been out here hustling and, and doing all that i need to do you know for my brand so um I was going on that, so I was like, I wanted it to mean something to me, and I came up with Georgia. So his name was George, and the shop I, I called it Georgia Hair Salon. That's the name of it, Georgia Hair Salon, out there in Chester, y'all. So if you guys listening, y'all come come see me. Um, yes. So I took that huge leap of faith and and got my own salon. Um, and it was a beautiful feeling it was like wow i can't i mean and at first i'm not gonna lie when i first got my salon y'all i was just like is this happening it was like everything in my life started happening really fast you know you're talking about 2016 it hasn't even been a whole three years since i left creighton court i left creighton court in 2016 it's only 2018 it's already been 2019 so it's going on three years since i left um Curtain court. So you talking about all these things happening in less than three years frame. So it was like I I've been on a natural high. Like I was on even in the beginning, I was on such a natural high. I feel like I was floating literally. Like this high is like no other high. It's like wow. Like I just was in just couldn't believe it because I was like, wow, like when they say God move, he moved. So when they say be ready, be ready. So it's like with those things that you pray for. Make sure you're ready for him because when he come, he's coming. And um, and yeah, man. So it it's been a blessing. And like every year, I'm learning, learning, learning. I have never had a salon before. Um, so I'm learning as I go, you know. Um, but like I said, 2016 for me, you know, it was all about stepping out on faith. It was like, okay, it's time to learn and step out on faith. Um, eventually, during my journey, I have gave my life to Christ maybe four years ago. And, um, and when I gave my life to Christ four years ago, things had even gotten even more better. That's when 
all types of doors started opening. And it was like, when I came up from that water, y'all, I really felt like I was reborn. Like, literally. I felt like I was literally reborn when I came up from that water. It was like, wow, I got a chance to start fresh. Um, but like I said, ever since I gave my life to Christ, anybody that know me, know me personally, y'all, they, they know, like, I done came a long ways. But that's when things really started to change for me. So, like I said, in 2016, it was all about stepping out on faith. So, it was like, okay, I learned how to step out on faith, you know. Okay. I learned to step out on faith. But then in 2017, it was like, okay, it's time to knock down some of these fear doors. You know, it was like, I'm so scared. So, it was like, okay, it's time to step, knock down some of these fear doors. And, and I did that, you know. In 2018... It was like, okay, you didn't learn to step out of faith. You didn't knock down some fear doors. But 2018 was like, okay, it's no more fear doors, honey. It's time to go after everything. So that's why I call it Fear Not 2018. Fear Not 2018 was all about conquering all your fears. It's no more doors open. I mean, it's no more doors up in your way. It's no more blockage. You're just going after everything that's yours. And I conquered literally every fear this year in 2018. I did. Um, and, you know, going into 2019, it's unknown. I'm like, it's unknown because I don't really know what it is that God got planned for me. But I know for a fact it's going to be good because he is in the middle of it. So I'm really looking forward to 2019. And one thing I will say to anybody that's out here going after something you dreamed of or just anything that you're out here trying to do for yourself to, you know, make a way, I will say keep God first. Like, God is half, 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 half to be number one in your life. He's the one that will get you through it all. Um, That's why I'm always talking about him so much. I know, oh, she's, I do, I talk a lot about God because that's literally who did it for me. Um, that's who's still making a way for me. Um, and like I said, my book will be coming soon, you guys. I have something that I'm still working on. Um, that'll give you kind of the whole shebang on my story. But I was like, I wanted to use my podcast to kind of let you guys in on some stuff. Um, and I really hope that my story can inspire someone to be better um, I thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. And also, if you guys ever want to be on, I need guests all the time on um, Young Woman on a Mission podcast. So if you guys, if that's something that you guys feel like you want to do, be sure to email me at youngwomanonamission at gmail.com. Thanks again, you guys. Have a great day. Good morning, you guys. Welcome to Young Women on a Mission podcast. I just want to thank you all so very much for tuning in. I'm not sure if you guys have heard it yet, but my first episode is up. I don't, I don't know. 
But if you guys can tell, I'm definitely new, new to this thing. Um, well, anyway, straight into it. I was like, after each episode, I'm going to do like a bonus episode where it's just like me on there by myself. Just giving you guys different stories. The plan is to give you guys different stories that actually other women can either you maybe relate to. I'm not sure. Um, but I did promise you guys my story um, from projects to entrepreneur. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about that. And um, I'm just so excited right now, y'all. This podcast is, is no edit, is, is no any of that. It's just me. That's all you're getting is just Jocelyn, honey. J-Lo, Jocelyn, this is all that you are getting. Is no extraness. It's none of that. You know how some people, they do podcasts. They can actually go in and, you know, oh, let me take that wrong thing out. But I was like, you know what? I'd rather just be totally raw with these people and just be myself, you know, show my flaws because I do have flaws. I'm human. Um, and that's pretty much it. Okay, so I want to just kind of get straight right into it. I want to just kind of tell my story, kind of how, you know, how things all started for me um, and all of those things. So I would say, um, first of all, it goes all the way back to when I had got my first apartment. You guys, I had a really nice apartment. Back in the days, I thought it was really nice. <laughs> it was called Huntington. Um, I'm thinking now a car, Ridgefield Place. You're talking about 18, living in Ridgefield Place. Those apartments was, townhomes were really nice. They were townhomes, actually. They were really nice back then. And um, I had my place. I was out there maybe five years. It was really nice, but it was a situation that happened where... I had, you know, people come stay with me. I used to have everybody come stay with me back then. I, I can't believe it myself how young I was and how much responsibilities I had. Long story short, it got to the point to where, you know, my mom was just like, you know, come stay with me. Um, I can help you out because the people that I had stay with me, it wasn't working out for me. And I just felt like I was not myself no more in my own home. So I took my mom off. I, I, well, I took my mama offer on moving in. You know, I was in school. So she was like, you know, come and stay with me. And I'm like, okay, mom, that's that sounds like a um, a good idea. And it was intended for me to, you know, save up money and all those things. So I moved in with my mom. Um, I probably was with my mom maybe two months. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. You know, me having my own place since... 18 to all these years later and I'm like you know mid-20s I could not do it it did not work at my mom so I end up having my little sister because mine y'all when I gave up my place I had messed my credit up so I'm like oh my god I have to get out of here you know it wasn't like the awful experience or nothing like that it was just like I need my own place so I got my little sister baby sister to get me a one-bedroom apartment in Colonial, I don't know if you guys heard of Colonial, it's over there where Henrico High School, which I intended, um, it's over there by Henrico High, so it's like right next door in Colonial, and I moved over there into like a one bedroom, so it was like me 
and all four of my kids and I was pregnant in a one-bedroom apartment so I stayed out there for a I stayed up there long enough for my mom to call me and say you know hey look you got um approved for a project and I'm like I got approved for a project I didn't even know that I had put in the application for the project for some reason I must have forgot that I put that application in I'm not sure but however I was so excited I remember being so excited because you look y'all you talking about being in a one bedroom a one bedroom apartment yeah um yeah so I was just like oh wow like I must have forgot that I um put in this application I had got approved for a four bedroom out um what is it out of um in Creighton Court that's where I actually end up moving to so when I got to Creighton Court like I said I was super excited mind you my credit still messed up um and all those things so when I got out there I was like you know what I'm gonna take complete advantage of this opportunity because mind you when I had my first place you know I worked a lot of jobs I sold shoes anybody that know me know I did what I had to do to make sure my children were straight so I did a lot so when I moved to Creighton Court it was like an opportunity to me it was like wow I finally get the opportunity where I don't have to work as much I was still in school um so I was like I'm just gonna take full just take full control over this opportunity right now and what I did was I set me goals so I set three goals over there when I was out there and um I'm sorry in Creighton Court so I was like what I'm gonna do is remind y'all my credit was messed up so I'm like I'm gonna get my credit straight um that was one of my goals get my credit straight I'm gonna um finish school because I was still in school at going to J. Sergeant Reynolds I was in school for early child development um and at the time my credit well it was my credit school and then my van I'm sorry I had my van I had a car note so I was like I'm gonna um pay my van off so those were my three goals pay my van off finish school and get my credit straight so I end up out there seven years um I was out there seven years so by the time I moved out I didn't even my credit was straight um eventually while I was out there in Creighton Court I started my weight loss journey guys I know y'all hear me talk about well if you're following me either on Instagram or Facebook then you know I talk about my weight loss journey a lot my weight loss journey literally saved my life I started my weight loss journey I kind of started in 2012. I did like a water challenge, you guys. When I say my whole life since I had my first kid at 16, I had always wanted to, um, I basically, my stomach and stuff, I never had a stomach. So my whole thing was ever since I had my first kid at 16, I always struggled with diets. I was like diets, 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 diets. And one day I had came across uh, um, on Instagram. And it was just like, they're doing a challenge. And I was like, wow, they're doing an Instagram, like a weight loss challenge. And you get to win something. And I actually did the challenge. And um, so, like I said, I started that challenge in 2013. And I actually won the challenge that I did. And that's when I started my weight loss journey. And when I say that was the beginning of new life for me. And when I say that, it was my 
when you on a weight loss journey, everything around you must be positive. So I had to let go of a lot of things. The weight loss journey was the beginning of something I didn't even know was was going to happen. I really didn't. Um, and then during my weight loss journey, I had lost like 73 pounds. And um, it was it was such a beautiful thing. It was like, wow, for the first time I was able to do something on my own. And it felt great. It felt really great with each pound, whatever it is that I was going through, each pound, the weight came off of me, literally. Um, it was an exciting experience. Um, also, my time out creating court, I was in depression. Um, I would say my depression started as early as 16. I'm just going to go back to 16 because that's when I had my first born. It could have been when I had my first born. I didn't, my child was not planned. It was something that just happened. Um, and I really feel like that's that was the beginning of my um, depression. And then eventually I lost a couple people. I lost my dad. I lost my grandma. I lost a cousin that was really close to me. So with all those things just came more depression, more pregnancies. And I was really depressed, you guys. And, um, and like I said, during the time of living out Creighton Court, that's when, when God, during my weight loss journey, that's when, you know, I don't know if it was like right before or during, it had to have been during, you know, God was just like, you know, it's time. Like he was like, it's time, Dustin. It's time for you to get yourself together. And it was just like, I feel like I was chosen. Like he, he saved me. Like God literally saved my life. It was like one day I was in darkness and the other day, the next day I was like in light, you guys. So like I always talk about my depression a lot. It's like for me, depression was a box. It was a box and I was, you know, the person in that box in the middle and I was surrounded by a bunch of negativity. So it was like eventually I gave myself so much to other people. I did so much for other people. I ended up by myself in that box and um, the box was closed, mind you. It was dark. It was a dark box. And eventually what happened was God opened that box for me and and that was it. I seen light in my life had changed forever. Um, but I would say that was right going into me starting my weight loss journey back in um 2013 it will actually be six years january um from my weight loss journey so during my weight loss journey so much great things had happened for me um eventually i was working at a daycare because mind you i was in school for doing um i was in school for early child development so I was at a daycare. I was working at a daycare, making seven something dollars an hour. I don't know. I really don't care about how much I was making. Everybody know me know I love children. Um, so kids was always my thing. I love kids. I have a heart for kids. I always, always, always love kids. So I was working at a daycare and I was in school and I started doing my internship there. And guys, oh my God, when I say the devil was trying to break me y'all it it took everything in me for to get my degree um oh my god it was a lot it took so much for me to get my degree but i'll talk a little bit about that later um but yes i was working at a daycare and um eventually like i said it was just so much but eventually i had stopped working there and um i'm gonna just kind of fast forward into when God kind of spoke to me and brought me back to my gift. So one day I'm on 
IG. I always tell people this story because I'm like, God must knew. He knew how to find me because I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm still struggling with this to this day. Something I know I need to work on is like, I was like a social media junkie. So when I say, y'all, God know how to find you, he know how to find you because he found me. And it was a post on there. I tell everybody this story. Anybody that came to me, they know that I tell them this story. This is the one that I remember. This is the one I'm going to stick to. And it was a post. And it was just like, you know, if you have a gift, he was like, the post was like, if you have a gift, don't give up on that gift. And it had just dawned on me. I'm on IG today and I'm just like, wow. Like when I say the whole vision came to me, y'all, mind you, I was working at the daycare. So when I seen that post, I had stopped doing hair. So I wasn't even doing hair at all. I had stopped doing hair. I had got to a point where I was like, I hate hair. I just didn't like hair because I had, I guess I had a bad experience with hair um, growing up. First of all, my mom used to make me do hair when I was like nine years old. I used to, I started braiding when I was nine. And I always had to do my little sister's hair. So she used to force me to do that. I thank her now. But then I was just like, really, mom? Um, But then growing up, you know, going into teenage years, I used to just do people hair for free. And then eventually I started charging people. But it was really low prices. But then it got to the point where I even felt like I was slacking because I wasn't charging a lot. But keep in mind, you know, I'm out here trying to do what I need to do for my children. So I'm just like, whatever you guys give me, that's cool, that's cool. But what ended up happening was... It got to the point where I felt like I was being used. And I just was like, I'm done with hair. I just rather work because I was done with it. But when I seen that post on IG, when I tell you guys, everything just kind of came to me. I mean it. Everything came to me. Um, He spoke to me the whole light. Just shut on out of nowhere. He was just like, in that post, he was like, it's not that you don't like hair. You do like hair. <laughs> you love hair. But what it is, is I, basically I was going about doing things the wrong the wrong way. And it really was no wrong way because, mind you, I was coming out of depression. So it makes sense to why I wasn't doing hair like that. So, um, like I said, it was just like, if you got to give, don't give up on that gift. And it was in that moment when the whole vision and he was just like, this is how you're going to do things. You're going to be serious about it. Um... And you're going to charge what you want to charge. You know, you're going to give your all, et cetera, et cetera. And started doing hair. This is maybe like three years ago. Um, What is this? We're in 2018. So I started doing hair like 2015, I would say. So maybe two years into my weight loss journey. So I started doing hair when I was in Creighton Court. Um... I started off with my weight loss page because my weight loss page had a whole lot of followers on it. So I started posting people pictures on my weight loss page. A lot of people know me for weight loss. So they would be like, what are you start doing here? Like they was like shocked. Like, wait, you braid like you. So when I first started doing hair, I started off as just braids. So like I would just do box braids. So I would, um, like I say, I'm sorry, you guys. I was doing box braids and because that was the only thing I felt like I wanted to do at that time. So I was just like, you know, if I just do 100 a head, you know, five heads, that's 500. So I was on like two heads a day, you guys. Um, you know, I'm in Creighton Court. At this time, I'm like in hustle mode now because it's like, you know, I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm loving um, the money I'm seeing from it, you know, 
and I'm just like in total hustle mode. And eventually, I made my I made another page on social media that wasn't connected to my instant. I mean, it wasn't connected to my weight loss page, and it was actually my um hair page. So I just kind of like looked around a little bit just to kind of see, you know, what was going on with the hair stuff. And I seen people using hashtags. I seen people had deposits. I'm like, oh, wow. Yes, deposits. Yes. I love the part. Like, I'm loving this. Like, I can see that I can go really far with this because, you know, it's like a whole new level out here, you know. And I started doing hair. Um, So, I'm sorry. So, when I actually made my page, that's what I meant to say, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, when I started my hair page, I started posting pictures. And then from there, it just kind of just, it, it just, it, it got big quick. So eventually, like maybe six months, and I was already being booked up. So I eventually ended up working in um, the shop, Sons Express, Kern. Um, that was literally the person that gave me my first chance. She was like, you know, come in here. Bless her heart, Lord. She's in a good place now. Bless her heart. But she was like, you know, come in. We actually went to school together. We went to Virginia Randolph together. So I already know her. So she was like, you come in here. And I was like, you sure? You sure? She was like, yeah, come in here. Come in here. So long story short, I ended up going in there. I like the shop experience. Shop experience was life to me. It was really life to me. But then eventually I got to the point where God was like, okay, it's time to go somewhere else. And um, I actually left there and I started doing traveling. Um. So I'm still in Creighton Court. I started doing traveling. um, So I would actually go to people's homes. And then one day, it was a lady who had it. And she was like, it was real late, late, y'all. I used to go to all different types of the areas. And no matter what area it was at night, keep in mind, I'm I'm on a hustle. You know, I'm in hustle mode. (laughs) I got five children. You know, all I'm thinking about is me on this hustle and doing what I need to do. So it didn't matter to me. But she was like, you know gotta be careful you know and then it just kind of like dawned to me and um and she was like just be really careful out here you know this world we know of course is not nobody plays safe and um and it just opened my eyes but eventually um I had finished school I actually had finished college And I had got my degree. So this was maybe 2016. Actually, because it's 2018. Yep. So I finished school. That was actually my last goal. I finished school in 2016 with my, um, I got my social degree in early child development. Um, like I was kind of telling y'all earlier. Oh my God. When I say the devil was trying to stop me from getting that thing. When I say I cried and cried and cried and cried. And it was just so much things going on with the school they said I had been in school so long because I was in school seven years I stayed out Creighton Court seven years and I was in school seven years but I meant I was not leaving Creighton Court I meant I was not leaving Creighton Court until I got my associate's degree and people's like you ain't you gonna stay stuck out there you ain't going nowhere but the whole thing is I knew I had goals you know I knew my goals was bigger than what anybody was saying to me and that's all that mattered to me I know what God you know, had planned for me, so I, I was good. So I actually finished um I finished college finally. I got my degree. Um and after that, you know, when I walked across that stage, I, I like to consider myself a bird. I had got my wings. 
So it was just like, I felt free. It was, I felt like, you know, it was nothing in this world I could not do. I felt like the impossible. And it was like, I wanted to show my kids like, okay, you know, if mommy did it with five kids, then I know we can do it. So it was just like, I was so determined. So at this point, I had already finished paying my, you know, my van off. Um, like I said, that was the seventh year out there. So most of all the things that already had came out off my credit and then I had got my degree. Um, and during that process, one of my clients was actually a realtor, y'all. I'll never forget. So I was at her house, you know, and um, and she was like, I'm a realtor, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. So I'm literally over there, y'all. We speaking and talking and talking, but crazy thing is, I'm speaking everything to existence and not even know. So she showed me these two houses. One, I'm just like, wow, this house nice. I can do daycare. I'm speaking things to existence. Long story short, I end up in that house. I end up in the house that I had was speaking on. Um, yeah, so um, I kind of just end up getting my house through one of my clients. So when I say, when I started doing hair, doors started opening for me. Like, a lot of doors started opening for me. Um, so it was just like, wow, okay. I got this house. It was kind of like, okay, I got it. I'm ready to learn to step out on faith. Um, and, 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 and get this house. Cause at this point I'm like, okay, I know that I'm making at least a decent coin, you know? So a lot of people was like, you know, you go, you should keep your project. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to keep my project because I felt like if you do a plan B, then that means that you're saying something for you. That's how I feel, you know? So it was like, no, I'm not going to keep my project. Um, because I'm going to just step out on faith and do what it is that, you know, I feel like I need to do. And I kind of just stepped out on faith. And I moved into my first home. And I was excited. The home, like I said, I had been talking to her about opening up a daycare. So when I did get the home, I did end up opening a daycare. If you guys follow me on Facebook, again, then, you know, daycare was, is, was doing really, really good. It was doing so good. But at this point... I'm doing hair, I'm doing daycare, I'm doing a lot, and I'm doing it all by myself, um, but I did have somebody working for me for the daycare, so that worked out a lot, um, but I was doing, trying to do daycare and hair, you know, so I had my home set up where I could do hair in it, um, so eventually I stopped traveling, and I started just doing hair in my home, so because it was like the way my home was, it was so spacious. I can actually, so I had a room for hair, a room for daycare. I had a lot, I had it going on, you guys. But eventually I stopped doing daycare um, because I started doing my organization, Teens with Dreams, which I'm still currently working on. And um, I always said when I was a teenager, or maybe a little bit short, yeah, I probably was young, because I always said when I came, when I got to a point in life, where I can get back to teen moms that I wanted to. So that's kind of how I end up doing teens with dreams. So I stopped doing a daycare. Because um, the whole idea was to try to get everything from out of my home. Because even with here, I had, you know, things started picking up really, really fast to me. But I was still doing here at home. But I stopped doing a daycare and just started doing strictly just here only at my house. Um, and then... Things started picking up really, really fast. I started doing my brain classes. Shout out to my business coach. My business coach, Chantel. 
a while. Like she would, she allowed me to do my brain classes in her office. Like we literally was doing the brain classes at her office. It was um, a blessing. The first brain class I did it, I had did like ten slots, and I actually. I think eight people came, so I, that was a success. So that showed me there that it was definitely purposeful. Um, and eventually, I started. I went from there to um, this other lady, Rhonda. She let it. She started letting me do my brain classes there. So, brain classes for me is my thing. You guys, I want to teach. I love teaching. I always wanted to be a teacher growing up, but I'm thinking I'm going to be like in an elementary school. But no. God was like, no, you're not going to be an elementary school. You're going to teach the gift that you have already. Um, yeah, so like I said, things started picking up really, really fast for me. Um, so eventually, what's this year, 2018, <laughs> last year, 2017, you know, I was ready to go in somebody else's shop, which is Rhonda, which is a beautiful shop, love her to death. Um, and then my spouse was like, you can try for your own shop too as well you know in the process of you trying to go so i was like i know that i had Rhonda, so let me just try my hands just to kind of see you know how things may work out for me and i was like if it's for me i'm gonna get it if it's not for me i'm not gonna get it that's kind of how i do things like if it's for me god gonna work that thing out if it's not for me he's not gonna work out work that thing out it's that simple for me um and i went and i filled out the application and um and he called me and he was like, You need a um a cosigner. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, Lord, you know, I what cosigner? I don't know nobody that's gonna be cosign for me. So I'm thinking like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know about no cosigners. I don't know. And I ain't gonna lie, you know, part of me was like, mm, must be ain't for me, you know, like, but it was okay because I still had, you know, where I was doing hair at home and I, and keep in mind I could always go to Rhonda shop. So I wasn't um, it wasn't like, a, a, you couldn't take a loss with it. It was like, I mean, I wouldn't know unless I tried. So long story short, I got approved for the shop. Um, and y'all got approved. I mean, was excited. When I tell y'all 2017, I was like, wow, wait a minute. Okay. I don't even know how I was able to get all that money. When I tell y'all. I, I I don't know how I pulled up five thousand almost for my shop. I don't know. <laughs> I pulled out every life saving. I was in hustle mode. I got it going. Um, but long story short, Georgia's hair salon was born. Um, I named my shop after my dad. I was a daddy's girl. I lost my dad back in two thousand four. Um daddy's girl his name was george and i was like you know a lot of people was like this name after you and i was like no it's not a, i'm not that type of person you know i don't have to have a name with it don't have to with my name on it you know what i mean it's like people know who i am you know i, I feel like i've been out here hustling and and doing all that i need to do you know for my brand so um i was going on that so i was like i wanted it to mean something to me and I came up with Georgia. So his name was George in the shop. I, I called it Georgia's Hair Salon. That's the name of it, Georgia's Hair Salon. Out there in Chester, y'all. So if you guys listening, y'all come come see me. Um, Yes. So I took that huge leap of faith and, and got my own salon. Um, And it was a beautiful 
feeling. It was like, wow, I can't. I mean, and at first, I'm not gonna lie. When I first got my salon, y'all, I was just like, is this happening? It was like everything in my life started happening really fast. You know, you're talking about 2016. It hasn't even been a whole three years since I left Creighton Court. I left Creighton Court in 2016. It's only 2018. It's already been 2019. So it's going on three years since I left um, Creighton Court. So you're talking about all these things happening in less than three years frame. So it was like, I've been on a natural high. Like I was on, even in the beginning, I was on such a natural high. I feel like I was floating literally. Like this high is like no other high. It's like, wow. Like, I just was in, just couldn't believe it because I was like, wow. Like, when they say God move, he move. So, when they say be ready, be ready. So, it's like, with those things that you pray for, make sure you're ready for him. Because when he come, he's coming. And, um, and yeah, man. So, it, it's been a blessing. And, like, every year I'm learning, learning, learning. I have never had a salon before. Um... So, I'm learning as I go, you know? Um, But, like I said, 2016, for me, you know, it was all about stepping out on faith. It was like, okay, it's time to learn and step out on faith. Um, Eventually, during my journey, I have gave my life to Christ maybe four years ago. And, um, And when I gave my life to Christ four years ago things had even gotten even more better that's when all types of doors started opening and it was like when i came up from that water y'all i really felt like i was reborn like literally i felt like i was literally reborn when i came up from that water it was like wow i got a chance to start fresh um but like i said ever since i gave my life to christ anybody that know me know me personally y'all they they know like i done came a long ways but that's when things really started to change for me. So, like I said, in 2016, it was all about stepping out on faith. So, it was like, okay, I learned how to step out on faith, you know. Okay, I learned to step out on faith. But then in 2017, it was like, okay, it's time to knock down some of these fear doors. You know, it was like, I'm so scared. So, it was like, okay, it's time to step, knock down some of these fear doors. And, and I did that, you know. In 2018... It was like, okay, you didn't learn to step out of faith. You didn't knock down some fear doors. But 2018 was like, okay, it's no more fear doors, honey. It's time to go after everything. So that's why I call it Fear Not 2018. Fear Not 2018 was all about conquering all your fears. It's no more doors open. I mean, it's no more doors up in your way. It's no more blockage. You're just going after everything that's yours. And I conquered literally every fear this year in 2018. I did. Um, and you know, going into 2019 is unknown. I'm like, it's unknown because I don't really know what it is that God got planned for me, but I know for a fact it's going to be good because he is in the middle of it. So I'm really looking forward to 2019. And one thing I would say to anybody that's out here going after something you dreamed of or just anything that you're out here trying to do for yourself to, you know, make a way, I would say keep God first. Like, God 
is half 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 have to be number one in your life he's the one that will get you through it all um that's why i'm always talking about him so much i know people, oh she's i do i talk a lot about god because that's literally who did it for me um that's who's still making a way for me um and like i said my book will be coming soon you guys i have something that i'm still working on um that'll give you kind of the whole shebang on my story but i was like i wanted to use my podcast to kind of let you guys in on some stuff um and i really hope that my story can inspire someone to be better um i thank you guys so 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 much for tuning in i love you guys love you love you love you love you love you and also if you guys ever want to be on i need guests all the time on um young woman on a mission podcast so if you guys if that's something that you guys feel like you want to do be sure to email me at young woman on a mission at gmail.com thanks again you guys have a great day